So I bought like a Snickers bar and then a Mars bar. And then it was uh, about 20p change after that. Anyway, that's how I lost my virginity. Uh, welcome to Unusual Suspects Podcast, episode 82. My name is Dan, and I'm joined by... Uh, fuck it, let's go with Penny. Hi. Sorry, I'm just processing Dan's virginity story, so... It'd be a weird one to bump into if someone started with, like, I bought a Snickers bar and a Mars bar and I had 20p changed. Anyway, that's how I lost my virginity. You wouldn't want to know how that started, Yeah, I right? would have questions. I just mm. can't believe you fucked the Snickers bar. I thought you were going to say, I can't believe well, you lost your virginity. <laughs> <laughs> would you fuck the Snickers bar or the Mars bar? Wait, wait, wait a minute. Do, does, do you both of you know how I lost my virginity? No, I don't know. Andy, um, do you know? You I, do know, I Andy, think do. I do, yeah. You do, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going into oh, it. Oh, good. Just, <laughs> I was like, that's not for sharing. I just just wanted to confirm that Andy knew the story. but Someone can tell me It was later. at a corner uh, shop, wasn't it? After he'd bought a Snickers and a Mars bar? <laughs> yeah. yeah, all right, all right. And uh, serving me that Mars bar was Andy. Hello, Andy. <laughs> Hello. I helped Dan lose his virginity. <laughs> Did you hold the Snickers bar? Yeah. Someone had to hold it in place. Yeah. And he, and he was like, good luck, kid. <laughs> I believe in you. I patted him on the butt and off he went. A little tear went down his eye. He's all grown so up proud. now. I did the Bernard Cribbins so, crying wave as he so, left. So, so the world's still on fire, according... Uh, I mean, by this time, Russia may have invaded the world and Boris mm. might be gone. So who knows what's happened when this comes out. So, yeah. Good things and bad things. Hooray. The world keeps churning. And we're still we making fucking podcasts. Technically, that was the wrong way around, but never mind. We kind of have been in sync since the world has gone totally on fire, right? Since yeah. the podcast has started. Yeah. Do you think it was our not fault? Not saying we're responsible. Yeah, well, I'm not saying that well, we're I responsible. Well, I didn't vote but Tory, like... so it's not my All right. Fault. So that's one person out of... <laughs> Not meant to. Is it rude to tell people who you vote for? I don't know if that's like it's a not thing. Not something nowadays. people generally discuss, is it? No, I think it's rude to like ask. Staunch either way. Yeah, it's like asking we've how old Pen is, but we know how old she is. Yeah, Mid fifties. Yeah, we've been getting. We've got a local election coming up, and we've been getting lots of really dodgy flyers through the door. Yeah. Some of them like addressed to me. And it's it's quite upsetting. <laughs> the only post you normally get delivered is takeaway menus. Yes. Mm. It's nice to get UKIP posting every now and again, right? Oh, now. It's, get, it's getting worse. So, do they still exist? <laughs> I, does they do in Essex. Still exist? Yeah. Do well, <laughs> so this is a bit of pointless politics for anyone that doesn't care. Um, our, we love it. We love our pointless. local MP was very sadly murdered. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. On the job, of course. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, David Amos. Cut that out. He was a dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Which sad, bit I'm, am I cutting out? The bit where I said rest in peace. Cause what were we replacing with? Because it's going to go like, oh, let me tell you a story. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I f- it, no, one, no one should get murdered on just for doing their job. Um, but because they still have to do oh an God. election, they the yes. Liberal Democrats and, and Labour are not running against. They're not running. So that... Why? 
because they out of a mark of respect so that another Tory gets in. I mean, they'd win anyway. They've been this place has been Tory for years. Yeah. But all the raving loony parties are coming out now. Yes. Like the anti vax for, for international listeners, would you like to explain would you like to explain what the raving party I is? I just we have you can make up your own political party, right, and run if you want to. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. So there I is one called the is it the National Raving Loony Party? I actually don't know. There was the there was the Monster Raving Loony Party, oh, which yeah. was the OG Loony Party. Yeah. Who's and then Bucket? there was the Buckethead. Buckethead. Buckethead, I don't know what alliance he's formed. It could be Jedi, <laughs> I don't know. Um There was an, there was another weird one that happened last election as well that I, I just well, I I'd, can't remember. It was like a dog dressed up in like a oh dog my God. costume. I would vote for the or dog. Or something. I can't remember. Well, I took a, I took a picture. Sorry, this has become a political podcast. I took a picture and sent it to our group chat. So you've got the some crazy lady that wants you to spoil the ballot. Oh, she the, the British Freedom Party. They want you to spoil the ballot, which I don't think really okay. does anything. It's just a lack of a vote. It's just an it? X on it. Um, the Chris Anderson Freedom Alliance. Um, they don't. Chris want, Anderson. This they don't want. Uh, surveillance and social credit system they don't want you to burden our children with uncontrollable debt and then there's the english constitution party no masks no lockdowns no vaccine mandates no vaccine passports and no to using experimental gene vaccines on children so that's what it's Ooh. like to what be are their political right policies now. uh no <laughs> masks. aside from being fucking mental no, no children <laughs> and and to scribble on your ballot which I don't know why you would, I don't know why you'd bother. Just don't vote. I don't really understand. If you yeah. scribble on it, that doesn't, you don't elect yeah. to scribble. I don't understand. No. Surely you can save money and save the the environmental impact by not driving to the polling station just to put a fucking X on there. On yeah. a bit of paper that's just going to get Mate. thrown away. Exactly. On a bit of paper. Yeah. Fuck it. This party, man. Jesus. I'm, Dave Attenborough would be all over the case. I'm abstaining from this one because I don't want to vote for any of them. But my mom and dad, who are Tories, were like, oh, well, we'll take Brody to the polls with us this time because, you know, dogs are polling stations. I was like, as long as you don't try and make her vote Tory. The views. <laughs> Let's change the subject. How did we get with virginity to to politics i don't really know dan don't lost know. his virginity to a tory using a mars bar and a snickers <laughs> using a mars bar and a snickers no he wouldn't have got 20p change <laughs> that's, that's also true, true. <laughs> that is true he did pay with a tenor in fairness yeah they took 80 percent um so i'm gonna go solo this this uh, episode guys because it's a very special one yeah he's done that thing where he hasn't told us again i think that maybe that's why i'm trying to filibuster and uh I mean, put off what's going to happen. You know, I, I'd like to special events, special occasions. I'd like to, you know, dress it up, you know, put a bit of lipstick on, you know, put a bit of makeup, do the hair up. <laughs> and fuck a Mars bar. My best dress. And fuck a Mars bar. A duo Mars <laughs> Twice the fuck. Why are we still talking about fucking chocolate bars? What the fuck is wrong with us? So I, um, I've come to the final episode of a long-running series that started pretty much from episode two or three i can't remember is it leak watch and today is going to be the final one for now and um all i wanted to say is um i'm glad that the topic we're talking about i'm glad that he did it his way 
And now the end is near And so I face the final curtain Has anyone seen the film Fateful Findings? Nope. No. The one thing I will say is the guy who's made Fateful Findings is called Neil Breen. Uh, Neil Breen is 61 years old, okay? What's more interesting about not just the film itself is this guy. He really wanted to have a lot of naked shots in this. He has pretty much all the naked shots in this film, as he is the lead actor, of course, Neil Breen. I don't know his actual name in the film. Is he... Uh... Is he dropping all the laptops on the floor? Yes, he's <laughs> fucking nailed it. I've dropped enough laptops in my time to know what happens. I've had a few. I can't believe you committed suicide. I cannot believe you committed suicide. How could you have done this? How could you have committed suicide? In the neck. I can't help you out of this one. <laughs> Without exemption, I planned each charted course. In order to stop more terrorists from happening, they're going to use Neil instead and go, don't do a big incident in Las Vegas and blow it up. If you're going to do it, do a small incident. So he blows up <laughs> part of Vegas. Oh, damn. Come on. And he burns it to the ground. <laughs> Way. Yes, there were times I'm sure you knew. She's pushing a pram, which has a clear fake baby in it. I don't know if you can see it, but yeah. it's clearly oh, yeah. a fake baby in it. And her friend suggests her, because she lost her job at the renewable energy kind of thing, why not become a stripper? Well, it is Vegas. That's yeah. true. That's fine. And while well, she's pushing the pram, by the way. But then she goes, or a prostitute. <laughs> oh. I've loved, I've laughed and cried. What happens is this guy in a wheelchair ends up trying to go into Vegas. He accidentally stubs a guy in, a f- in his foot. The, the guy, the wheelchair guy stubs this guy's foot and the guy pushes the guy in the wheelchair off his wheelchair. Neil goes up to the guy and says, that's not very nice. I wrote him a reply back. And oh, I would like Dan, I, I would like to read that reply back to you. Oh Dan. So he's a uh, mixture of uh light from Death Note and Thanos. Sure. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. When you say he looks at people and they disappear, does that is it anyone he looks at? Like if he gives you the Neil Breen stare, you're fucked. <laughs> That's all I can say. Beforehand he usually goes, like, That's not allowed. And then cuts to people fainting. <laughs> I don't can feel so good. He, can he make them disappear via email? I'm just wondering if we don't see no, you next week. No. That'd be the reason. Welcome everyone to the final. That was lovely. Final episode 
of the Neil Breen. Until he does his next movie. Christ, well, I hope there's not another movie. Yeah, he's <laughs> filming it. it. Like That's that. why he wasn't on the podcast, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be it. Um, <laughs> yeah, Neil um, is making a new film, but let's put it this way. This is the longest period of time since he's been gone and hasn't mm. put out anything, so it might not even come out. We might not see another Neil Breen film, but more on that later, maybe. Let's say why. You sound, um, that makes you sound very... Um, suspicious my head hurts this week because what i'm about to tell you is going to sound fucking insane <laughs> there we go standard nail brain episode so standard nail brain episode i watched the final film which is the last well not his final film but the last one that he ever put out which was 2018's twisted pair which was very hyped up very much hyped up <laughs> by for a neil lot of or actual people well, if you remember from last time, he was saying, there's going to be no more deserts, no more oh, Las yeah. Vegas. Oh, yeah. We're going to do this properly. No more tuna. <laughs> this is going to be a very different type of Neil Breen film. And without spoiling it, it was. <laughs> oh, no. But, I don't um, know if that's good or not. Like, I, I like being able to predict how shit his films are going to be. Yeah, but what else? If he's... What if elder dimension is We know is he can there? do the dozen things. Yeah, what else can he... His brain come up with? I hope it's a VR. But before that, Andy mentioned something. For people who don't know, go back. <laughs> There's plenty of episodes to explain what Neil Breen is, but he's a man who makes a lot of films, funds it, directs it, writes it, produces it, it, acts in it, caters it, uh, her makeup's it. As we found out in the last one, because he was using fake names. <laughs> fake names. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, he he's a very passionate man, and he loves to make films. And he is has a cult following, and has had for the last couple of years. And thousands of people love him, and including he's a this little boy here. He is a brainius. Mm. What I, what Andy mentioned <laughs> last time is that Neil Breen put out a Neil Breen's five film retrospective sort of a documentary, <laughs> I oh, guess, yeah. um, where he talks about his... Because I... Because we... Unfortunately, the interview didn't happen as the clips. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, so I decided, you know what? This is the closest I'm going to get to knowing this guy, knowing his mindset. Like, what makes him tick? What's the things that make him want to write and all this kind of stuff? This is going to be the only chance I get to do it now. <laughs> so yep, fuck that. Why not watch this as well? And I'm going to give you like the very brief notes before I get into Twisted Pair. It, it was five hours long. Five hours. I watched a Nightmare on Elm Street it, documentary that was only four and that was eight movies it was the longest thing i felt like i've ever i had to watch in like three different like sprints essentially like hour and a half or so it sounds bleak <sighs> does he go through every film yeah that's um, so i was like if he just talks about himself for five hours that's impressive it's really odd the entire time it's him saying this is not a documentary this oh. is a film lesson or film school or course technically like so it's not really him it's not really a documentary even though it's just him talking about his films which kind of so he thinks he's is, like teaching you how to make films he is he teaches you how to get started oh. in the film industry 
how to set up the camera, how to do the lighting, how to do casting, how to pay people, how to get funded. He does the whole lot in this five-hour where to get the tuna extravaganza. Does he of a at any point thing. talk about how to write a decent screenplay? He talks about writing. <laughs> That's oh. not what Andy asked you. <laughs> I mean, Andy. Okay, the, uh, here are just some of the footnotes of what I learned about Neil Breen that maybe you already had your suspicions about beforehand, but confirmed it through this one-to-one teaching documentary weird thing. Um, he literally sits in a chair in his living room and talks directly to the camera for five hours. That's what it is. Do you think it's all in one shot? I bet it fucking is. Uh, no, and no, and even the editing for this was terrible. <laughs> but he's just in a chair. Yeah, I know. <laughs> is there no like clips of the films? Like if he's like the time that oh, I yeah. ate tuna in it in a car. Yeah. So there are cl- okay. It's so, not just continuous five hours of his face sat in a chair. Not continuous. No, there there is a there is a section halfway through for a full forty five minutes to an hour where he just shows clips like different scenes of all the films in order they came out no. and him talking over said movie. Sure, you'd intersplice that over the five hours and yeah. not put it all in the middle. No, it's all in like a one hour block, 45 one hour block. You can watch all of the films in that one hour block and get the best scenes. Is it supposed to be watched in one go or is it supposed to be like five different lessons? I mean, it's so, okay. So the way you, uh, this will explain a lot of things. The way you buy this is through his uh, PayPal, obviously. <laughs> so you can, <laughs> you buy it on his website. And for the low, low price of $179, you can have the Neil Breen five film retrospective on DVD. <laughs> well, hang on. You hang didn't on. pay that, did you? Yeah. No. Can, do you only get it on DVD? You're fucking, are you kidding me? You think, are you think I'm that fucking much of a Neil Breen fan that I'd pay 179 for five hours of Neil Breen? I thought, it's on the internet. I thought it's it might have been sort of recompense for your email towards them, <laughs> sort of repaying him. <laughs> What's $179 in pounds? That's like 140, 30? Yeah, right? it's not right. right. No, I can't. Sorry, Neil. I, like, I just recently got a job. Come on. I'd want it signed, <laughs> at least. No, it's on DVD. <laughs> like, not in Blu-ray. It's DVD. <laughs> and there's been, there's lots of pictures I saw online of people actually who actually bought it. And it's one of those things you get from, like, a supermarket. You know, the blank. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I can imagine it. And it's on, like, a clear case, uh, double, double side Oh, case. so is it like a um, CD yeah. case, not a DVD case? It's, it's, no, it's, it's a, yeah, well, no, yeah, it is a kind of a CD case, not a DVD one, but it's, um, it's kind of the thing you used to get when people, when LimeWire was a thing and people were like, mm. I can download you an album at school and you pay mm. 20p. That actually happened. I yeah. paid 20p to get like a Sum 41 CD through, uh, it's a good deal. Through 20p. It's a bargain. You I could get a Mars bar, a Snickers, and with mm. the money left over, you Jesus can afford... Fast. Did I buy some 41 CD? Does this look yeah. infected by some 41? Yes. <laughs> Ironic. Ironic, because I'm sure it would be after the Mars bar and the Snickers. The things I learned. Neil funded every single film himself, except for the one I'm about to talk about. That one was crowdfunded to the grand total of about $5,000 to make Twisted Pair. Hmm. The rest of them, he funded himself. Because, as I told you to think last time, he is a... He, be, he was a real estate agent. Yeah. Yep. He's actually a lot smarter than I think we 
taken for. He's a he's an architect as well. So what he did was he became an architect and then decided to sell the houses off by becoming a real estate agent and just like lived off the real estate money hmm. and then that's used that smart. money to to f- like fund his films and stuff like that. So that's how he did uh, the first four films. Just, uh, yes, that's probably how films. he was able to use relatively lavish houses if he sort of bought and sold them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that makes a lot of sense. Oh, what if he was oh like, yeah. Once he was like, oh, imagine that. Though. Here's the, the pool that Neil got his ball bags out in. <laughs> Plural. Both of his ball bags. Yep. <laughs> also, just for... Um, comparison i've just looked up caris hell 2 uh was also crowdfunded and they got ten thousand six hundred and ten dollars all right it's not a competition all right (laughs) i said for a comparison neil has stayed consistent throughout four films and they're all masterpieces yeah steve has got better that's the difference when he was talking about how to make films and now i'm not going to be a snobby little shit but i i haven't made motion pictures but i've filmed shits with people okay yeah using cameras lighting equipment sound everything okay yeah i'm gonna be honest here it's like gcse media studies filmmaking like i've never done it so i imagine it's similar to me having done it like i've never filmed anyone you're a photographer by sort of half trade so you know about lighting and that's true i could do stuff. that framing stuff i get yeah. the impression framing, that he yeah. doesn't well he 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 thinks he does uh, the impression okay the impression i got with him with, when it comes to the filmmaking with this retrospective is that i think he knows what he wants but when it comes to the actual action of it he gets it wrong i think i think he's read a lot of things like i think he's done a lot of research into how to do it but i think when it comes to the actual day on set you know, actually deciding what shot this is, how to say this line, you know, how to direct. Like, I, because he does it all, I think he can't do it all. Like, yeah. he, he just he's unable to really do it well. But that's fine because that's why Neil Breen is Neil Breen. And without it, we wouldn't have Neil Breen, right? So, yeah, shame. That's the genius of it. <laughs> Stop it. All right. He also talked about um, how he cast people. He said he literally just went into like shops and bars and pubs and put up things on the wall. I think you were going to say just went up to people. <laughs> I mean, he could have, like, it sounded yeah. like he literally said, I, I didn't know anyone. He, like, he came to Vegas and he said, I didn't know anyone. And so he went around Vegas and literally put up like notices on mm. different like notice boards and just went, do you want to make you know he did pay them all like the, nice. he pays them all he did. did no one did it for free he paid them all he had contracts for them he said important things about is to make sure you have a contract and he was talking about all this so i think he knows the business side well mm. it's just the other it, stuff it sounds like he knows all the theory but yeah. the practical elements not yes. that good i think he would have been better in like california getting the actors instead of vegas because yeah. there's fucking yeah. thousands of like wannabe actors in Hollywood and Cali. Yeah. You could pick them up from dirt cheap instead of just, you know, bar staff and fucking people working in checkouts. Well, you never mentioned why he wanted to go to Vegas. I, I think he just, through real estate agency, he just sort of ended up there or like he mm. found yeah. a place and then he just ended up in Vegas. But the other thing was, and that this, this thing was very obvious and it, it's, this will make 
Andy go, I told you so kind of thing a little <laughs> bit. He, throughout the entire five hours, he will constantly mention he's made five mm-hmm. full-length motion picture, sorry, four more motion picture films that I funded and that you I only written need to myself. Say it once, like, Neil. Yeah, he did it like every hour. And <laughs> I started to get the impression that it's great to be proud of doing all this stuff. And I, I get it. But you don't have to keep boasting about it, especially when you've said it at the start of this. Like he said it. And nobody's watching this that doesn't thing. have a vague idea who he is. Yeah. Like, yes. how they're not would picking you even this up going, it? oh, I've heard of this actor. Uh, I've heard of this actor and director and writer and producer and makeup artist and caterer. But I know nothing and about they've, him. They've done like a film score. I better watch it. You'd okay. f- surely look at his films and go, actually, do you know what? He's fucking wank. Yeah, no one, okay. no one's <laughs> stumbling upon his documentary. And even if they did and they watched the first hour, he said it once. You don't need to say it again. Uh, he believes doing uh, the making of movies is for the dream, not for the money. He said he's That's always good. done it for, for the, not for the attention. I don't believe that. Well, he does address very slightly the big question that everyone had. Does he, is he aware? Like he oh. slightly, is he aware that people like there's a, there's a, there's a shot or there's a moment towards the end of this where he's over a voiceovering a, a shot in a theater and there's 2000 people in this theater screaming, Neil, bring Neil, bring like screaming, like clapping. Some people are screaming at the top of their lungs going, ah, <laughs> it's so weird. And he's in his voiceover it's like they've all come to see my film my mm. next motion full length motion <laughs> picture written and directed Whatever. by myself film he, the only kind of thing i got from that is this he he enjoys that people like the film but the impression i got as well is that i feel like he does block off the reason why yeah he's like they he like likes it. the positive attention it doesn't yes. matter where it comes from doesn't matter why why. you just if you got the positive attention let's not focus on the why for for now so i've got a couple of notes (laughs) firstly um really i am glad that he sort of does it for his own yeah um reasons and not to make money sure because as i've said before why his dvd is 170 (laughs) dollars with that because it's a film course but like I've I've said before, whenever we've talked about him, he's essentially doing what the three of us would want to do, like make and produce. Well, I'm talking on behalf of Penn here, but like... Yeah, I'm fine. That is what we would want to do. That's what Dan and I would have an interest in doing. <laughs> Fuck Penn. I'd be, so in, can, I'd be in a... You could be the DP, I guess. Yeah, that, uh, you could be... I should have changed that and not said DP. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Secondly, I'm fairly certain it was Edgar Wright who said he was in... Uh, LA yes. and he went to a screening and Neil Breen was there at his own screening and there were people actively laughing at how bad it was and he just looked a bit forlorn and sad and that makes me feel sorry for him Yeah. so if he's aware of that I feel like him saying oh I'm glad it's getting like positive attention I think he's sort of fluffing that up a bit so it sounds better than it is because i don't think he has the he's impression aware. he just doesn't want to be like he's mm. ignoring it bless him 
he's doing this because he loves it. That's all that that matters, really. Yeah, I th- I think he's he's I think he's grateful that he gets to do this. Like, I think that's the main thing I got from it. It's like he's grateful he, that he has people who like his stuff, and he gets to you know make film. He said every single film made a profit. He said every single one of them. Hmm. Um, that's because he's he selling off from ninety quid each. <laughs> But yeah, so like if you buy it and you go, oh, what a fucking idiot, and you buy it anyway, or you watch it, or you tell, and even like like we've done it. I didn't know about Neil Breen before Dan, and now I've told people about Neil Breen. You know, even if you think he's shit, you're passing it on. You're telling people. You're spreading the word. They might actually like it. They've paid money to go to his screening, even if they were actively laughing at it. They've paid money to go to that. I assume it might have been a free one. I don't know. Yep. But yeah. He's a grateful man, but at the same time, I think <clears throat> there's a lot of things where he, it's kind of, I don't know if he's bigs himself a bit too much because of it. Yeah, of or, course he does. That's why he says, I've made four full feature yeah, I know. films. I know. <laughs> Dan, do you wish you were nicer to him now? Do you feel bad? No, because I knew what kind of character I thought you would be. Like going into that, I was like, this is how I imagine he would talk. Like, he's very serious all the time. Like, he does smile. He cracks, like, one joke. But it's like <laughs> that joke, like, where someone makes, like, an f- uh, inappropriate fart where they think they're going to pull it <laughs> off and everyone's going to laugh in the room. But he's the only one smiling. That kind of, like, joke, you know, where it's just like... Yeah, it, it was interesting. I mean, it was five hours. It was, like, five hours 30. But it, it's definitely... I didn't learn anything <laughs> <laughs> except about the man himself. Filmmaking wise, not really much. He he was very much against not going to big com- companies, even though his next film that he's trying to fund, he said he's going to a big company, which is a bit contradiction. He wants to get investors for the next film that he hasn't released yet because uh, he wants it to be a big Hollywood blockbuster it's thing. Gonna mm. It's not going to happen. He doesn't have... No. He's got the he fans. Have, <clears throat> yeah, but I don't know if he yeah, does have the fans. No. He's got the arrogance for it, but he doesn't have any of the technical skill. This is why I'm also scared that this might be the final episode, because I think if they go for big budget and he gets people to help him, the, the brainius will disappear because of increased budget He'll just, the thing that makes these films good is that they're low budget and no it's one's just giving neil. him 10 grand come on now no unless no. it's a neil breen fan with 10 grand <laughs> even the the guys who do like sharknado or those like shitty uh b-movie horrors uh, velocipasta yeah they're they're of a higher quality than um any of breen's films i don't want to keep saying carousel but carousel well, yeah, and Steve does a good job as well, but they generally have like screenwriters and directors and other people of separate jobs. They don't all try and cram it into one to be like the big dick, save the cash. It doesn't make any sense. He's not good enough. No. He's trying to do the like the jack of all trades, but he is shit yeah. at like, most if he's of them. Trying to, if he's trying to set up, he's trying to set up a shot and he's thinking about the lighting and he's thinking about the camera angle. And then he's also got to think about how he says his like, it's too much. No one can do that. I mean, people can, but not him. <laughs> all <laughs> oh, right andy we get it jesus he's on one tonight jesus right so the final film for now dot 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 for now twisted pair is a 2018 american science fiction psychological thriller film directed produced scored edited and written by neil breen 
it stars Neil Breen. <laughs> <laughs> As we mentioned, this was a very hyped up film. This was made two years after uh, the previous film that I talked about, which was Pass Through, which I actually found to be the weakest of all the Neil Breen films you, because he wasn't in it that much. Can you remind me, was that In the Desert with the Tiger? Or was that the weird oh, mask? Which, which I, I forgot. Yeah, that was the desert. That was so. Pass through is the one where it was like the Mexican border thing, where there was a bunch of people trying to get past with the bottles, the plastic bottles, and Neil was sort of like he was sort of like a he had computer chips. <laughs> so let's was take that when he had and, the spy stuff in the car? No, no, that was oh, no. Um, double down. That, that's that's. I don't remember one, this one with the. I vaguely. Rem- Do you know what? I only vaguely remember when you said it the wasn't bottles. the best. <laughs> I can't remember it, anything it else. It wasn't the most. It wasn't like pass through. I think is my least favorite one because it it seemed to be. It was a lot more like talking about you know how Neil goes like talking about the environment and like there was a lot more of that than actual Neil Breen okay. in the film. Um, so was this not so- the one where he turns into like a demon? And um, oh yeah, 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 that was oh it. with yeah. the funny the mask. Same one? <clears throat> with the funny mask, yeah. Oh, okay. And he yeah, takes yeah. like some guy, the guy in the wheelchair, to like the Welcome to Vegas sign, and then they no, just get out of the wheelchair. That's, that's double down. I know. That's th- double I know down the films well. look similar because they're filmed in the desert. Double <laughs> this down is, is one where he was like a uh, computer Jesus terrorist. Yeah, he that was, was a terrorist. terrorist. Yeah, the little terrorist. Chino and the wife and right, some yeah. sort of cube, I imagine. No, that was the first one. <laughs> I know that for a Fateful fact. Fateful, f- double down, terrorists. I am here now. Jesus Christ. Fateful findings. Uh, all the women like him. Yeah. <laughs> for some, the yeah. cube. Pass through. Ro- robotic alien from space. Yeah. Was I here then? Because I don't remember that one at all. I only yeah, barely it remember ago. it. I think it was shit. And we just have... It wasn't as funny. I it think, wasn't that I think oh, that might have been the day that I copped a strop and left halfway through. <laughs> no. You know what day it was? It was the day I read the letter out and oh. then I immediately went into pass-through and you two were like, I'm so fucking pissed off with Dan. Yeah, yeah that's okay. I didn't listen. Yeah, that explains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that explains. That's it. when I walked off. That'll be it. Yeah. 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 So, okay. yeah. No, yeah, that's why. So his fifth feature-length, full-motion <laughs> feature-length film from 2018 is a story about a man who has a brother. <gasps> this is the one where he's the twins. <laughs> this is the movie yeah. where Neil Breen, what's the most Neil Breen thing you can think of to get more Neil Breen? Let's have a second Neil Breen in the same film as Neil Breen. Is it? Does that mean there's double the laptops? Eight laptops. Yeah. Four ball bags. <laughs> I don't know if it's a new universe, but it kind of. <laughs> fuck's sake! I'm going to go back to. I think I did it before, but I, I stopped it for a little bit. I'm going to go back to showing some scenes. Yes. There will be clips you you will hear. Uh, these guys will hear it too, but there are some I have to play because you won't get an idea of where this, what this film is like until you hear it, more or less. So I picked audio appropriate clips so you can get an I idea. Can't believe you committed um, suicide. So, <laughs> forgotten about that. Our hero is Neil Breen. His name is Cade, but he also has a twin identical brother called Kale. Kale, <laughs> like the Sensible. plant, like the, yeah, yeah, well, like the leafy green. 
It's named like C A D E and then C A L E, not yeah. like K Kale, but like oh. yeah, Cade Kale. Cade and Kale. Yeah. Why didn't he go Cade for Cade and Kane? <laughs> Anything <laughs> other than a plant. What makes this film very unique and is something I hinted at is that this wasn't filmed in the desert, like uh, in Nevada, like all his other films. Instead, he went real fucking heavy on the green screen this time around. Real, 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 oh. real heavy. The heaviest, heaviest. Was it filmed in a basement? Um, <laughs> felt like it. 60 or 70% of it was, was <gasps> green screen. Uh, even like props and we'll get to it in a minute. Uh, animals. Um, one little thing I would like to say, because Penny did mention it about the tiger. In the retrospective, <laughs> Neil Breen talked like the tiger was there. No. We, oh. He said, we used a real life tiger. That is no, a real didn't. tiger. I swear to Neil Breen's life. <laughs> but he's a liar. That he said that. There's no yeah, real I know, tiger. But it is a real tiger. No, it's a real tiger. It oh, is. But it wasn't Think there. about it. Well, it's a real it tiger, just, but it just wouldn't have been on set. <laughs> it just wouldn't have been on set. No. no, he just bought it off of Shutterstock or something. We get introduced to a very long monologue about AI and the uh, very... <laughs> and there's lots of stock footage as I'm playing to these guys. There's just tons of stock footage in the in the opening. But he's talking about AI and how, how AI is taking over, uh, how... As Andy pointed out, how VR is going to be a very <laughs> bad thing because we lose sense of what reality is, which is okay, Neil. Um, but him and his brother, what happened to them? They were abducted by an unknown power when they were children and they went up into space mm. and they were modified to become humanoids, uh, secret agents <laughs> who went out to stop evil. Why is there like okay. robot golem on the screen? Because this is them being transferred into space and, and going okay. up into the stars and stuff. Uh, Kale, who is, I'm going to refer to as evil Neil Breen. Gotcha. <laughs> didn't, didn't fit in with the, the program and he was fired <laughs> from the aliens. I don't know. really. <laughs> <laughs> he was fired. While Cade Aww. is introduced on a mission uh, where he's protecting military troops. And that's what he does. He goes around like war zones and protects our, tr our boys, boys out there <laughs> fighting the good fight. Uh, Neil Breen like, will turn up. This is a bit like the Guardian's <laughs> Gahul so far. Yeah. So, yeah. so there's that. Um, he also has a best friend, Neil. Uh, Neil's best friend <laughs> is, um, is an eagle. An of eagle? Course it is. That's nice. Was it eagly? No, it's not Ripper Peacemaker. I know you're going to fucking make a reference to that. Um, <laughs> Neil has a, has a friend, like, and I don't know why it's his friend, because he only mentions his, his friend twice in the film. Like, this eagle really best friend, will then. show up. Well, they'll show, he shows up twice with the eagle, and it's the same shot. <laughs> twice. Well, duh, it's the of same course. eagle. What makes this worse is that they use the real eagle, and when oh, yeah. I mean by a real eagle, how would you hug oh, an eagle? Like, oh, not, oh, not really. <laughs> oh, that looks like a rubber hand. Oh, this is bad, guys. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that is particularly bad. Oh. What's he trying to do? Is he trying to look like he's touching? Is he going to kiss it? 
he's sort of consoling the eagle, but the it? eagle we know is on a green screen. So, wow. <laughs> and it's going, also, it's moving in slow motion. He's also he touching the log that is on. He looks like everyone. He looks like he's about to gently cup the eagle's face and then kiss him <laughs> lovingly. That's what he looks like. It's lovely. Um, so, within seven minutes, you know what kind of film you're in for. When yeah, you see it's a shit one. Oh, Andy, have a bit of cheeriness. I'm sure this is going to make you laugh a couple of times. This is why he didn't tell us he was doing it. I just, I just think. I don't understand how he can get away with this because he quite clearly <laughs> is just using stock footage. How can he claim that's his own film? Yeah, but that's what Neil Breen is. No, I'm just more impressed understand. with the. It's more impressive with the first lot. Like go out in the There's desert, no and climb in some There's rocks, no and go to actual places. Yeah. not just. Do your own work. Stop stealing other people's, you prick. Yeah. So good, Neil works for a agency. Let's say they're MI six from or mi5 let's just say and he he reports to them uh and he you know reports on all the evil he has stopped uh today to uh particular board members <laughs> we do love a boardroom scene take it from birdemic a very the most famous boardroom scene mm-hmm. with the clapping mm-hmm. and a million dollars yeah. here is a neil breen boardroom scene a crisis programmable virtual reality we have evidence of the largest cyber and terror attacks ever planned programmable dna this is very serious (laughs) homeland security is ready we are on the verge of mind hacking programmable matter Let's say some of words that we make <laughs> is basically what that is. Yeah. I've never acted, but I feel like I could make it sound more realistic than that. One of them genuinely looked at the camera to get her cue. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait for the other person to finish shouting. Yeah. They're all That's sat around a boardroom meeting. And um, yeah, they're kind of just staring at each other like, is it your life? And one of them blurts out, you know, I guess uh, big words that are related to technology and things and programmable DNA. Program- <laughs> this is serious. This is re- really bad. Homeland Security is ready. I've got to be honest. I was really distracted by that painting in the background because I really like it. <laughs> Neil is uh, walking down the street one day, as he do. And have you ever just... I'm gonna picture the picture picture it for the audience here. You would just walk down like a like a normal street, and there's either you know someone like a male or female or someone of the opposite sex that you accidentally just bump into because you're like looking at your phone. Like what your normal procedure there would be to say, "Oh, sorry, I didn't see you there," you know that kind of thing, right? Mm. That's that's just a normal yeah. procedure. Yeah, my bad. This is what happens when Neil bumps into someone while he's looking at his phone down the street. Oh, Jesus. Shoot. Excuse me, excuse me. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's I okay, apologize. It's okay. I got it. No, 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 no. Hey, let me get that hey, for you. Hey, shoot. Wait, it's my fault. It's no, my fault, no. really. Me my I apologize. Leave me alone. Let me make leave it up to you. No. I'll take you out creep. to dinner. Leave me alone. I have a boyfriend. Let's have a, let's have a drink. Let's have a drink. Leave me alone. Let's have a drink. I'll meet you back here at 8 o'clock and we'll go out and have a drink. 
I'll meet you here at eight o'clock. We'll go out for a drink. I'll make it up to you. <laughs> she so was very weird. aggressive, but that was <laughs> wow. He was particularly creepy. Yeah, he was. <laughs> let's go for dinner. Let's have a drink. I'm Come so on, let's back here at eight. In front of this homeless man. <laughs> have you? Did you notice that the homeless man next to them has fake mice next to no. him? No. <laughs> We're Would you like go another shot? Yes, please. <gasps> he does have fake mice. <laughs> oh, for fuck! He has sake. two little fake mice because <laughs> all homeless people, you know, just have mice next to them. Like the, Cinderella. <laughs> it's just nice that this isn't a green screen. It is, mm. isn't it? Yeah, yeah we're it's out a in real, the open. It's a real place. It's actually not a bad shot. Yeah, I, I'm going to be honest. The cinematography on this went up. It, do you know why he didn't do it himself uh, i guess well he did have funding for this like crowdfunded so maybe he did hire maybe one or two people but, but it's clearly like it's so empty it's clearly like one o'clock in the morning so that yeah. nobody else is around as well yeah so i think i think they're at a university or a school oh so public um, property kind of because they film i think the majority of the film at this time of night, well, mm -hmm. at night time, in the same place, <laughs> in the same building. <laughs> so they might have hired it out for like the day. But yeah, he bumps into a girl and he asks her for a drink and dinner. See you eight. He turns, he comes back up and um, he meets the homeless guy. It's eight o'clock and he goes up to the homeless guy and he's like, oh, I don't think she didn't turn up. Oh, oh no. he actually thought she was going to go. Even he's, though he, he speaks to the homeless guy again and he goes, oh, because he saw what happened and he goes, oh, she hasn't turned up. And they sort of do like a sort of huh, women. Kind of thing. <laughs> what on earth made him think she would turn up? Was it the get away from me? I have worse. a boyfriend. It just, it gets just worse. He just tried to chuck some change in the homeless guy's cup and he missed. Yes. Sorry, you mean it. the homeless guy's jar? Sorry, he's drinking. Tin. His jar. No, it might be a jar, actually. Yeah. But he missed. The mice um, haven't moved either. Didn't bother either. to reshoot it. <laughs> They're like so, squeaky Halloween rats. <laughs> mm. while, Neil, while Neil is away before 8 o'clock, there's a mysterious figure that passes by this homeless man, but we don't see his face, and he doesn't give the homeless guy change. Uh, <sighs> evil Neil. Well, we don't know. We don't see his face. We don't know. Evil brain. I know. Evil brain. Okay. So th what happens when Neil comes out and doesn't find the woman there for eight o'clock? He sees her and I quote, that's the girl I met earlier, met earlier. <laughs> I'm going to go follow her. Oh no, Neil, no. Why is he so creepy? This is, this is good Neil though. This <laughs> yeah, this isn't even evil Neil. So Neil legitimately stalks this woman. follows her back to her house <gasps> she goes in her front door or back door Look at or whatever this creepy voyeur shot yeah neil uh, just follows her back into the house and um he's creeping around and she's making <laughs> dinner in the oh kitchen he's just let himself in he's just let himself into her house he's gone on michael myers this is why you have to go out with a guy that you bump into on the street when he asks you out for, for a drink or dinner, obviously, because... Or in else case he gonna... turns up at your house to murder you. Well, maybe he, maybe he, he changed plans, he didn't tell him, and you're going to meet at yours. 
Where is? Do you know where this is set? Is it set in Vegas? I have no idea where it's set. It's not set in Vegas. No, it's okay. it's somewhere else. Um, yeah, I'm only thinking that is an open carry state. He could have got shot for entering <laughs> her house. Mm, that's true. Yeah, but um, details. I don't think it's Neil's speciality. Well, neither is the fucking writing. Neil goes into the kitchen where the woman is chopping up some food, and this is what happens. I'm going to hurt you now. What? You're mine now. I'll teach you to ignore me. You were supposed to meet me at eight. He's trying to rape her. Bitch. You can't fight me. Very un... Um, why is that picture on the sofa? Who's <laughs> still in a wrapper? Get over here. Would you guys like to describe the fight scene? <laughs> Dreadful. But what's what's so special about it, though? So he you grabs, heard the audio. <laughs> he grabs her and very unconvincingly yeah. pushes her onto her sofa, and yeah. it's it's a it's a big long corner sofa. Uh, mm-hmm. It's very normal looking. It's got yeah. cushions on it, but also sure. on top of the cushion is. I'd say like an A3 framed painting, just laying on the couch. There's also no glass in it, but there are glass sound effects. He is also which are late as well. He is dubbed. I think that's the first non-green screen stunt that Neil has ever done. No, it's not the first thing he's ever done. He climbed. He he, he climbed some rocks. He did climb some rocks, and he did get hit by a car. But we know there was a dummy. When he got hit by the car in favor yeah, yeah. findings and stuff like that. He beat that guy with a rock. He did a stunt. And then he, he buried him under yes. some rocks. But and then dead. he buried him. There's like a, his voiceover is happening while he's talking in the scene. But in the scene, all he's saying, if you took out the voiceover, all he's saying is, bitch, yeah. bitch, <laughs> over and over yeah. again. <laughs> also, she was quite clearly chopping something. You could hear she the She just audio. stabbed him. When you when she turns around, knife. there's nothing there, and they're just having a little. Um, I would say a little wrestle on. <laughs> on the she's sofa. trying to do a it's little a stru- rape, and it's uncomfortable. It's a struggle cuddle. It's a struggle cuddle. I would say it's not really a full on. Like you can, yeah, it's not very. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the twist, then, guys. He's mm. literally a few. He's moments not wearing any shoes. He's taking his shoes off. Sorry, sure, he made himself comfortable. A few moments later, they start cuddling. They start kissing each other. No. They're like, oh, what took you so long? No. This is fucking weird. He's so weird. (laughs) Wait, wait. (laughs) They're an item. And this is how I I don't know. How did you meet your boyfriend? See, I don't know if they just instantly fell in love or they're actually like a thing before this and they're like doing role play or something. I don't know. It could be role play. I think it's role play. S- like they bumped into each other. They 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 made sure they're at the same location in front of the homeless guy where they bumped into each other. She would deny him going for a drink. Then Maybe. he would follow her. That's actually really weird role play. Fucking hell. But I, I think, think wouldn't wouldn't the Here's film the thing, wouldn't mm. the film like point wouldn't you point that out in the film? This is a Neil Brain film, remember? Yeah, oh, Nothing gets is, pointed oh, out this for is you. Weird. 
Also, she's what? Maybe 30s? Early 30s? She's really good looking. <laughs> he also <laughs> should be, be bleeding from all the glass. He's late yes. 60s now. She's late like, 60s. There's some scenes where she's dressed up and shit, and she looks fine. And she has to kiss. I'm not mm. saying Neil Breen's an ugly man, but I, she fine. does, and she gets paid what for, for being in this film, but she... <laughs> she has to kiss There's no amount you could pay me to make out with creepy Nilbreen or evil Nilbreen. I would like to probably ask Penny this question. Penny, without looking at the screen, can you tell me what's going on here, please? Just listen, like the audience. Oh. Or the audience. Just, um, yeah, cover, you, my eyes. cover your eyes. Okay. Yeah, so Penny's going to cover her eyes. Okay. Audience, you're already doing that. Am I watching? <laughs> Andy, you can watch if you want. Audience, tell me what is, uh, what do you think is going on here? Oh. Oh. This is horrible. Any ideas, Ben? (laughs) Well, obviously, I thought it was people banging, but obviously, I know it's not. Oh, really? But. I feel like whatever the you're guy about, who coughs just yeah, me some sort of old man orgy. Um, old man orgy. This is, is the, the correct answer. It's the precursor to lemon party. <laughs> the thing is, right? You've made. I don't know what you're going to show me now. I'm assuming it's not an old man orgy, but I feel like you've made it worse for me by making me imagine it from the sound effects. It was, of course, three men tied up in chains and evil Neil Breen shining a flashlight because he's put them up in his basement and they're making uh, 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 noises because that's how you show you're in distress. (laughs) So evil Neil Breen all this time has got these guys tied up in his basement. The thing that distinguishes good Neil Breen from evil Neil Breen is that evil Neil Breen has a very much a full-on beard. He's, he's got three of these guys in his basement. And when he talks to them, he says, you are the evil bankers and people who... T-, you know where this is going, right? <clears throat> yeah. You are the people who are, are corrupt and you have lots of power and you have been using your power for the... for badness. <laughs> yeah. He's going he's gonna to keep them hostage because they're... they're rich and powerful but he's bad he's evil neil surely he loves but he's doing a good thing this is questioning a lot of things is if evil neil breen is doing a good thing by stopping these these corporate guys and good neil breen is doing a race chasing women (laughs) 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 who's the good who's bad can we talk really quickly about the muzzle flash sure there's plenty of art it was clip art wasn't it oh wow yes yes it was congratulations (laughs) The same sound effect for every gunshot is used, so you hear about 20 times throughout the film. Is it pew pew? Just there, I did it. I did a better version (laughs) of it right there. You take that out. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, so yeah, that's what Evil Neil Breen does. This uh, Evil Neil Breen has uh, has he had fake mustaches in Double Down, right? Remember, he had like a fake, yeah, it's not a bad fake beard, it could be a lot worse, it's better. Yeah, it's a lot better than his previous attempts. I'll I'll give him that. It's quite obviously a fake beard, though. Well, yeah. 
here's a little feature that um, me and Andy did recently called compare and contrast. And now we're going to do it with compare <laughs> and contrast. Good Neil Breen's life, which you saw where he beats his wife and then she shoves a, a painting over his head and then that's how they get off or something. This is the life of evil Neil Breen when he goes home. Here's the money I got from the hit. Give me the package. That's oh, our God. damn money. Get away from me. Oh. This is for oh, both of us. gosh. Take it. <laughs> the delay on that is amazing. No, there wasn't oh, a delay. Nice. They forgot to put... So, the sound effect, the thump sound effect, there's a bit where he slaps her, but the first time he slaps her, that sound effect doesn't play, and you can physic you can see that Neil Breen's like, let's do another take, like, straight after, and then they put the sound effect in, which... But he doesn't all hear kinds... the first time. No, he does. He does. Does he? But they, I thought he missed. Yeah. No, because there was no sound effects, so you thought <laughs> so he you didn't, didn't hear her. Um, yeah, they fight a lot uh, over drugs and money, because she wants the drugs for the she wants the money for the drug the drug, <laughs> and he just shoves her around the place a lot and just pushes her in a very awkward way. Um, <laughs> she just very, fell very off awkward. the bed. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's um, good. But obviously he. Um, he spends most of his time down in the basement with the three boys. <laughs> with the old man. <laughs> three lads. Um, just down there. So um, the, the rest of the film, I would say, I'm just skipping to the end at this point, because <laughs> the rest of the film, there's a lot of Neil Breenness of like, there's, there's great scenes, don't get me wrong, but it's a lot of commentary over the world today and using AI and how how dangerous it can be in the future. So mm. that's the theme of this one is about okay. people using AI. But his takeaway from the whole thing is like, we can still use AI, but use it for good, not for evil, is the message I got from this film, I think. The way this film ends, it's in a tragic um, Shakespearean way. Oh, he's feeding his little homeless rats. <laughs> we go back to the streets, the only street that we film in. <laughs> Where the homeless guy from earlier with his his fake, very obvious fake mice or rats um, is uh, hanging out in the street and he notices that Neil Breen is there and a mysterious figure who we <gasps> now know is obviously... <laughs> <laughs> mysterious figure in a hooded kind of big coat just stabs the homeless guy in the leg in his with iPhone. a knife... <laughs> Yeah, clearly well, in a block of foam. In a block of cheese. Wood. Block of cheese. I said block of cheese. You can literally Meister. see the, the rectangle. It looks like you stabbed him in yeah. his phone. So imagine you had like something in your pocket, very obvious, and someone stabs a knife directly in there to make sure that the knife can go all in. I mean, why don't you just use a fake? It's not a real knife. It looks like it is. It Jesus does Christ, look. It looks yeah. real, yeah. yeah. I think they use a real knife, but just put the thing in the pocket just to be sure you wouldn't It looks like a lump away. of... It must be a lump of wood or something then. Evil Neil Breen has a shave. This is part of the story. Oh, like. I was going to say, that's not So he one. looks like good Neil Breen. So when good Neil Breen's wife walks down the street and accidentally... <laughs> bad Neil Breen bumps into the other girl... Like, the basically, the, the other Neil Breen bumps into the other wife of the other Neil Breen, 
and then the wife of the Neil Breen finds the uh, Neil Breen seeing the other wife and thinks he's cheating on her because they look the same because they're brothers. That's yeah. where this storyline went. Is this to. so Neil could kiss two different ladies? Almost mm-hmm. certainly. And eventually, the two the two Neils meet uh, in I think the library of this university that they filmed in <laughs> for the final showdown. Weirdly, <laughs> there is an Easter egg of Double Down in a scene where it's showing the cinema. It's showing it's breaking the fourth wall. It's like the Matrix. It's showing old Neil Breen films in a scene and there's a fairy there oh she's a fairy yeah I don't know what she represents she sort of just pops in and out and and points at stuff I don't really know what the fuck she's is she a bride because she's got a she's got a veil uh, and a very 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 small skirt on Anyway, they um they end up blowing up like a building, uh, both of them I think, because they there's evil people in there. Um, <laughs> so it's suggested. Um, but oh no, because the the wife of of good Neil Breen saw her saw evil Neil Breen with another woman, but she thinks it's good Neil Breen. She has come home with a gun to kill her husband because she saw him with another man. But don't worry, Neil Breen has also brought a gun to this fight. <laughs> of course he has. And he will pull the trigger no matter what. Not even ask why you're doing this. He literally just like turns around and was like, like, you're going to die now? And I still thought they were role-playing at this point. I thought, is this a sex thing? What is this going on like? But they both pull the trigger at the same time. They both get hit. But because Neil Breen is uh, superhuman, he's not really affected by it. She sort of dies, but it looks like she just fell asleep on the, <laughs> the couch. That, that couch looks like the couch from Killer Sofa. He's always good with his um, dying scenes and stuff like that. So I he can't just believe sort of you shot yourself me. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you kind of said that. He just kind of whispers her name. I've got her name as well. He just kind of whispers like she's going to sleep. You just shot her. Yeah. Like there's no crying. It's just like whatever her name is. Emil- if he Emilina. knew Emilina. that it wouldn't hurt him because he's an alien it wouldn't have, she could have just shot him and he would have gone like didn't work bitch he didn't have to shoot her meanwhile towards the end of the film evil neil breen is still doing evil things and just sort of keeps doing them because even though he's looked as and his mustache has grown back somehow like i don't really know the message of this film it's very confusing like most of them i kind of get what he's going for but this one is sort of like i don't know neil where you're going with this good neil breen ends up in a land that we are supposedly calling as like the AI land okay. or heaven. And I think what he suggests is, is that God is AI. And when you die, you go back to your creator who was a f- robot anyway. And so we're all just the same, no matter what's inside of us. I think it's really weird. <laughs> hmm. So he killed her. And she went to heaven, but because he is an AI himself, he can go up to heaven to meet her. Because God and is he an sees AI. her one last time. But AI is Because God bad. is AI. And AIs are bad, but only for good things, if you do good things and stuff. And that really is the end of Cade <laughs> Twisted. What's that? Altair will return. So is that the next and one? And the final message you get is Cade Altair will return, which means. The next film is Twisted Pair 2, what about probably. Kale? What about Kale? 
I don't know. Maybe there's more to tell. We with uh, a Kale just lived his life with his girl. He just shot in the face. So. I, I guess Cade has more to tell because he's still back on Earth in a way. So yeah, and that is the end of Twisted Pair. And yes, the credits are exactly the same as they were last time. It, the funniest part of the credits, the only new thing I could find, I literally was scanning the credits to see if there was <laughs> something new. I could find one thing and it made me laugh quite a bit. No animals were harmed during the making of this motion picture. There weren't any. The so only animal was... We obviously... Oh, wait, the fake mice and the, no, 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 we had the green mice. screen eagle. Eagle. Neither of that those were it. hurt. That's good to know. So we had uh, no injured That's animals on the green screen. It's good. very good to know. Because they were so realistic looking, he had to put that in. Just in case yeah. someone was like, when he kissed that eagle, that wasn't on. I, I genuinely <laughs> think this is a back-to-form Neil Breen after pass-through. This legitimately, because it is different, and you, you, if it was another desert film, I think I would have got really bored really quickly because I would have seen the same fucking shots yeah, over and over and over The green screen's so lazy. Just go somewhere yeah, but else. it's so there's so many new things he does with it. <laughs> it's it's yeah. genius. <laughs> Besides, faithful findings think this is his, his second best work. Uh, I wouldn't, maybe, but I Did would you say, say it's second best work. Second best work, yeah. Um, What's his best work? Faithful well, findings. I'll get to that in a minute because I'm about to rank them. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think this is a return to form. I didn't like pass through that much, mainly because there wasn't enough, not a lot of Neil Breen. He was it. only there a little bit. Um, but yeah, Twisted Pair is is a good return to form, Neil, and uh, hopefully he doesn't lose that bright spark he has when he gets a big investor for his next film. And that is the last film in the Neil Breen series to this Andy hopes. date. It's over. I Andy. hope forever. It's over. You you are free of Neil Breen. Yeah, but you'll just find some other wank director who's fucking dreadful and we'll have to watch all of those. Rate, comment, subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> That's the whole point. Um, I'm going to rank them. So I'm going to give my the worst one for me. You're going to have to remind uh, us I which is not... which with like yeah. markers. Sorry. Quick one sentence. I think my the one that is my least favorite is Pass Through. So Pass Through is Mexicans the one with the mask. The, the thing with the bottles, the, sure. the crossing the border, him coming down wearing computer chips <laughs> on yeah. him and stuff like that. Not enough brain for me, and it wasn't that good. So would that be Andy's favourite because it's got the least amount of Neil in it? No, he would hate that. It's no. it's, it's it's too preachy. Like the whole film is like yeah. just a fucking preach a thon okay. throughout the whole entire thing. <laughs> Whatever that word means. Uh, at number four, oh, this um, we could do some top of the pop style music underneath this. Yeah, this is real tricky. Actually, I'm yeah, genuinely yeah. this is real tricky. I'm going to go number four, I Am Here Now, which was his second film. Um, I oh, no, agree wait. With that. Which one was that one? I'm getting, I'm getting confused now. So the worst one is the one, remember all the thousands of people that were at the end of the shot dead? And I was like, remember I showed you like a shot of loads of people dead? Mm -hmm. He was killing was people and stealing their bodies. I Am Here Now? No, that was... <laughs> pass <laughs> Through. They're very similar films, but pass Through is the one where he was killing people removing them from their bodies remember like their bodies yeah. would go limp and they would die just by remember? looking at them yeah just by looking at them whatever but yeah so that's the weakest that's fine um i'm here now is the the one with the mask where he has sex with the mask on 
the weird freaky mouse. That's number four, okay? Number three, I'm going to say Twisted Pear. I'm going to put Twisted Pear in number three. <laughs> still very good, but not his best. It's still really, really good, though, but not his best. Number two... Now, I this mean, is tricky, because so far, I would agree with you up to this point. Yeah. Number two, I'm going to have to say Double Down. Double Down is terrorist, Neil. There's a big terrorism I, in I Vegas. I like a little terrorism. It is I... very good. <laughs> in the sense of a Neil Breen film. It's fun. Um, and I'm going to put Fateful Findings at number one, because... Which one was Fateful the Findings? The shower scene. Oh, that was the, the first, that was the first one. one we saw with a book. Yeah. yeah. And the cube. The cube. And the cube. The what does the cube do? The coffee. The coffee scene where he it spills the coffee. Yeah. There's so many good scenes in, in Fateful Findings. Yeah, the I swimming can't. pool. Swimming pool. I mean, pool. That, might be, that might be the most memorable one. Where's Maybe that's because by one? that point. No. Well, it's the swimming but, pool outside where the girl gets in the pool for no reason. And then like... Oh, Neil yeah. Breen and then it's a different the movie. <laughs> a different movie. He uses the same pool that he's naked in. Exactly. Yes, yeah. that's an indoor yes. pool, I think, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the one that I remember the most, probably because I didn't have A, general fatigue, and B, Neil Bream fatigue. But if, uh, Andy, if you ever want to watch them, that, that's the order. <laughs> well, if you anyone else wants to watch them, I would, if you want to watch the best, Fateful Findings, then Double Down, then Twisted Pair, top three. I would agree. Do you know what he's missing right. out? He's missing a trick, Neil. Why doesn't he have a Patreon? I feel like he could do really well with a Patreon if he really put some effort in and made some bullshit that people would pay yeah. five bucks a month for. Just he could he could have someone film a behind the scenes because he can't film the behind the scenes because he's in all what? the scenes. He doesn't he do does Patreon, everything. but he he did the like I said for for Twisted Pair he did crowdfund for it. So yeah. I think he only does it when he's doing a project, so you can have something to put value on, I guess. Yeah. So you know what he's doing. The fact he wants to do a big budget thing does make me think that he thinks he's better than he is. He thinks mm. he's big time because he's, he's done getting to that point, five right? yeah. full feature length theatrical films. This is but why they're I think all this dog is... shit. Well, th no, okay. Hang on. This is why I think this might be the last great Neil Brunning film because I fear, I have the fear that if he does get this investor thing, I think it's going to take the shine off it a bit. Uh, but we'll see. This is why. We'll I, yeah, because they'll be like, can you not use that clip art? Can we not get something a bit better? Yeah, or something. If he brought like an executive producer on, he's like, eh, or if he can do that. doesn't punch her right, they could do another take. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends so, on what sort of house buys it. I mean, if it's like a, a proper, like I'm not saying it's going to be Universal or Lionsgate or whatever, but <laughs> if it's someone who can see the irony and how shite it is, they might Whoever just say, here's 10 grand do what yeah. you want to do I don't think they'll put their fingers in too much because I'll know that the, then the like charm, you said people won't want it yeah the reason people like Neil Breen is because it's shit if they get involved mm. it's not going to do anything he can't direct properly so they're not yeah. going to give him like a hundred million to do some high budget <laughs> Hollywood blockbuster he's in production at the moment something must have happened so he's, we'll, we'll he's have in to production, but he's been in production with Twisted Pair two since 2019. So do you know what I mean? I, yeah, but I will be honest. This this is the long yes. The, this is the longest time since he hasn't released a film. So like 20 was it 2018? Yeah, this has been a while now. But hopefully, I'm going to say maybe next year we'll get 
new film. But again, don't know. Don't know. We're just going to have to wait and see. But either way. Uh, until then, that has been my final Neil Breen presentation. Thank you all for coming today. Are you happy now, though, Andy, that, that, that this might be the last one? Yeah, but I don't think it will be. I'm sure. I think we'll find someone who's worse than Breen. The day he, append, the day he announces on his Twitter, like, the film is coming out on this time, <laughs> let's fucking tag Andy and everything. <laughs> and because if it does come out, we all three of us are watching it together, right? Come on. We got it. No. I mean, we should. Oh, but... come on. We have to. We have to. I feel Andy, like we should. We, you, I, you watched Placenta. Andy, you will love it. I know, I I know it's painful, I but you will love it. What about if I come down and we watch it in person with actual booze to take the edge Yes, off? with booze. It'll be f- it, like a good night is just chilling out, getting drunk and watching Ill Brain. I swear to you, it's the funniest fucking nights I've ever had the, it sounds by like myself. A, like I don't get much time to myself anymore. I've got a small child. All right. I all don't right, want to waste the night Jesus watching Christ. some bullshit that I'm not going to enjoy. He means hanging out with that's us. That's why I spend every night yeah. Is watching. That, that's, the re- that's the reason. Yeah. I mean, that is true. That is true. All right, Pam, we're doing it. Fuck him. He can watch his fucking placenta films and tag in Brad. Brad will do it. I'm delegating. All right. Well, well, we'll just see if you're around for this podcast next year, then, won't we? Hopefully, you won't get replaced. If you won't do artistic, could could we not do it like a? um, You know, we've got we've got some friends of the podcast that haven't (laughs) been on the podcast and some fans. Could we not all do a do a a group one? Yeah, or even if we just do get really low tech and just all press play at the same time and have a little Discord there chat. Is, there is oh. a cinema near us where you can hire out. Oh a room. I don't think we've got <gasps> that many Oh my people. God, yes! Andy, you're a genius. You're, you're going to have to come to that. Oh my God. We won't have enough yeah. people to fill it. I'll no, introduce no. it and then I'll fuck no, no. off. We, we, I'm just going to get you all popcorn and then never return. This is a brilliant idea, right? We do a <laughs> Neil Breen and we go around... Where we are, <laughs> not going to say <laughs> where I feel we like are. Everyone knows we put you are right posters now. up like Neil Breen did and go, fucking Neil Breen's new film. I'm sure there's going to be Neil Breen fans where we are. Like, someone will find it. We get them to come to the cinema. We'll say, if you pay a tenner or whatever, they cover the cost. We get a whole bunch of Neil Breen fans in a cinema. It'd be the mean. best night ever. Come on. And then we, we send a photo. This could be my redemption story. We send a photo. <laughs> To Neil Breen and go, look, Neil, look what I did. I got a bunch of fucking Neil Breen fans to watch your film on the premiere night. Can I do an interview? <laughs> I have never seen you so excited. And he'll be like, no, because I'm not getting any money out of that, is he? Like, are you even allowed to do that? He's going to acknowledge it, though, because it's, it's loads of people watching his film. He's going to have to acknowledge it. And then he might say, well, how did you do that? Maybe not premiere night. He'll be mad. It'll be the I only fucking it. premiere they'll get, though. Isn't it? That is very true. Fuck's sake, end the podcast before he fucking offends. He's offended <laughs> more people than I've offended for the Neil Breen. Yeah, fan but site. his was like quantity, yours was quality offense. Like, <laughs> I prefer quality. I do prefer quality or quantity. You, like, Andy's just got like a few little, like, puddles of fire that you can stamp out. You burnt down half of Vegas with that bridge. <sighs> yeah. It's more, all right. I, I did a heel turn. This is my redemption story. I'm gonna I'll work my way back up to the top and you know that I I've done see him lots of little terrorisms. You've done Yes, one big you terrorism. did a big terrorism. You can find us on Instagram <laughs> and Facebook. <laughs>
at unusual suspects pod and on twitter at unusual podspect thought i'd cram it in in like the most awkward place because i know that's how dan likes no, it with you. his mars bars um i'm <laughs> at penny underscore what photo the pit. fuck seriously you stop talking about it. the fucking mars bar. yeah i'm ending it i ended it fucking ages ago but apparently mm. let's still talk about the mars bar it was no, a no, joke no, no, oh my god if you don't listen to our podcast we the talk way about the i same actually shit ended my virginity was at joyce's 21 at dan talks a lot oh i did them the wrong way around that felt weird follow us on stuff we're there that's it i've done my bit <laughs> oh is he sulking now is he at, doing a me choices 21 <laughs> what's my turn what do i do You're thanks the- for joining uh-huh. us everyone it's been a pleasure we'll see you next week the film at the hat oh, next oh, week okay. is- oh yeah, oh, yeah. film at the night hat crawler. is nightcrawler yeah. so watch that if you want 2015 or 16 or 18 something around then <laughs> um be sure just to tag check me it out in when you need me just tag me in just tag me in when you need me be sure to check oh, it out and I'll we'll right see here. you again I'll be right here. Next week. Next just when you week. Need me, Andy. I'll be over here. Just when you we need me. We can, we can shut this down without him, right? Yeah, we've done it. Well, it's I'm, done. I'm right. the one recording. He's just like... I know, you all are. We're all but, recording, bye, so we all stop. It's just you talking on your own, like on your yeah. streams. <laughs> Love you, bye! Fuck you! Fuck <laughs> you!